0: Hey there, it's JVL. On The Secret Show with Sarah Longwell today, we talked about how good things could happen. Maybe we won't have to live in the darkest possible timeline. And then we we went on to talk about why all of the anti-anti-Trumpers are going to be rushing back on side the minute I was done. Here's the show. Okay. Rich line?
1: Oh. This is what I want Go. to talk. about. because
0: I have no idea what I have no idea what what is going on here. I'm just excited.
1: So you know, he's just on his podcast, uh, saying things like the Washington power centers and the military, whatever. They're going to prevent Trump from becoming a dictator. Okay, he's he's in his mode. He's in a. This is the this the the first stage of the slow pivot of the anti anti's. Back to rationalizing Trump, right? The first stage is claiming that we are overreacting, and that's where everybody is right now. Why are we? Why? Why why do we have such TDS? Yeah. Uh, And so, seeing the first kind of twitch, because Desantis isn't happening. And I don't know if you've mm. noticed how quiet the DeSantis <laughs> so stance have gotten. And so quiet. <laughs> it's, they're able to do that in large part because you can just focus on Israel and Hamas and that stuff. And,
0: and the university uh, presidents.
1: And university presidents. Okay. That's right. Uh, and not the fact that Ron DeSantis. Um, and I guess what? They they stay quiet until Iowa in the hopes that he has surprisingly does better. And there's a But it's not like they're all out there pushing Nikki. Uh, everybody's no. just
0: that's that's interesting, isn't it?
1: It is interesting. Tim Tim made this observation about the political side about how um you know it was funny. There was like Mike Gallagher got caught maybe hearing talking to Paul Ryan about potentially you know endorsing Nikki and had to go out and reiterate that he would not be endorsing anyone because God forbid he endorsed Nikki Haley. And right here's where it starts to happen: the Trump inevitability march causes businesses, especially these donors, right? There's I don't know how much you read Puck, but Puck does a really good job with the donor uh, stuff. And one of the psychological things happening with the donors right now is like, well, if Trump's inevitable, I cannot be on his bad side. So going in for Nikki now is hard for people in a way that it wasn't a year ago to go in for DeSantis because now they're like, I can't like attract this guy's ire. Chances of him being president again are 50-50. And so that's a problem. And then, but it's not so it's true of the polls, it's true of the donors, and it's true of this this like the intelligentsia, right? Like the old school normies like Wit, who are kind of never Trump, they go hard for Nikki, but not the anti-antis, because they know this is not where MAGA is. Uh, and so we can't be for Nikki. Uh but anyway, more importantly though, it is their the I just I want everybody to watch it. I'm gonna do nothing but call attention to. How they slowly begin to rationalize Trump now post their DeSantis, where all of them said Trump was unfit for like a period of time. They were all Trump is unfit. This guy cannot be president again. The more craven among them just made an elect electability argument. He can't win. But they were, you know, against Trump. We're all on board for DeSantis now that they against don't have Trump,
0: that, you know, put that on a magazine cover. Someday. You should
1: do that. Uh, Oh, no, we're going to live in maybe Trump land forever. Uh, and in fact, in a the land that they're really going to live in, and this is where I just get so angry, we were right all along. Mm-hmm. We have been correct about the nature and the degree of the threat. Mm-hmm. Everything that has happened has proved that our judgment, which was like a clear-cut moral judgment... We didn't twist ourselves into pretzels justifying it all. And as a result, what we said was right. In fact, it was all a little worse than even what we thought.
0: If I could just interject real quick, I went back and reread a David Frum piece from The Atlantic from 2017 in which he was laying out the ways in which Trump could could go towards authoritarianism. And I remember the reaction to that piece when it came out, which was the TDS, hysterical, et cetera, et cetera. The reality of the first four years of Trump was an order of magnitude worse than anything he predicted. Yeah. So the all of the, the alarmism actually wasn't alarmist enough. The reality of Trump was worse.
1: We, because, you know, the thing that we didn't – and this is where this particular thing that Rich is saying, like, oh, the military will stop him and the D.C. power centers will stop him. We know that's not true now. Yeah. W- what did we see? We saw during the election. We're like, wait – who enforces this? Oh yeah. wait, no one.
0: Mike oh, Pence. He, he
1: he just won't he just won't turn over the he won't he won't engage in the transfer of power. They're not they're not doing the transition. Remember when like his transition director just like wouldn't do it? Yeah, uh, and like the reason that it happened, yeah, Mike Pence certified the election, and like eventually Trump, you know, left. He didn't go to the inaug he didn't go to his the other guy's inauguration like. But it was dicey, dicey. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, but people stormed the Capitol and they were looking to try to take the vote so that they couldn't be certified. OK, so the idea that these guys are now going to begin their rationalization process Guard for supporting Trump in hole. 2024.
0: Look, they held the last time, Sarah. We're not living under a military dictatorship right now. So everything's fine.
1: Uh, I, I'm i not sure I think there's anyone worse than these folks. Um, but here, actually, here, but here's the bigger thing. We have been right, and they have been unyieldingly, unrelentingly, without exception, wrong, not just in their moral judgment, but in their political judgment.
0: And predictive judgments.
1: Right. This is we, what I mean. Like We knew they DeSantis were...
0: wasn't going to work.
1: Sure. So- <laughs> I mean, I I like I don't know. I I saw a lot of DeSantis' curiosity, but also if you go back and listen to, I had to do a show where I was like, they, I it was I was on actually with Simon Rosenberg. It was a different time, and they were like, give us both one prediction. It was earlier this year, and I was like, Ron DeSantis won't be the nominee Uh, because everybody I was talking to and like even watching him, you'd be like, oh, like when he gets punched, he can't get up. Like he got a glass jaw, and everybody in Florida said that, Uh, and. The, you could and I could also see with the voters they liked him it was interesting it was I I was I was kind of excited even that they but then I was also like oh but their relationship with him is so shallow it was curiosity it was interest it wasn't the depth of their relationship with Trump anyway this is this is coming and I'm already uh I, I just I, the fact that anybody Are you listens. on
0: this I should
1: write, to... well we should but your point about going back and reading what people said like I think we should just do a massive. Blowout of, uh, of, let's look all of these. I mean, you know, we all just kind of grab the same Ross that the coup. There won't be any Trump coup or whatever, you know, as like, but they are high profile examples of something tons of these guys were saying. And they should not be allowed to be taken seriously
0: anymore. Take it up with the New York Times. <laughs> they keep publishing Ross that I don't understand it. Uh, the Wall Street Journal did this their their editorial page this last week. Mona took it apart thankfully. Um Yeah. But you saw that, right? It was the same thing. Yeah. It's a you know, the, the real danger of Trump is that he won't deliver and then Democrats will win power. That's uh-huh. the real, the real danger. Yeah. Here's a question. Why is it these people are always so certain that the guardrails will hold on Trump? but they have no faith in the guardrails holding on to Joe Biden and preventing Joe Biden from wrecking the country. Oh, because, because it's they're all fake. very, very certain that Joe Biden is destroying America, which is why the markets are, you know, the Dow and the S&P 500 are both hitting historic highs. Because Okay, America's but they
1: hit historic destroyed. highs under Trump. I don't take the Dow and those things. I mean, those to me are the fundamentals you talk about, and I think it's important, but, like, I don't care that – I actually think the bigger thing is – these guys somehow manage to, like, just assert that, well, Joe Biden is a cat- catastrophe for the country. And you're like, how? Like, what? what is the—I I understand he's got policies you don't like. He's got some policies I don't—he's done some things I really don't like. But he also—I don't—you sort of say, you know, Joe Biden is, like, the best was the third term of Ronald Reagan uh, and Bill Clinton. I think— that is not the case i think he <laughs> i think he is a a a fine but not particularly uh i think he is a i think he has been a fine median democratic president in no way is he t- he's not testing the guardrails like watching what he's doing i mean it, it, the only way is that like we are in an unprecedented time where the department of justice is investigating the former president because the former president broke a lot of laws. Uh, and we are like that thing about the guardrails can go both ways on that. You could say, well, it's terrible and banana republic stuff to prosecute a former president, but it can also be uh unprecedented and banana republic stuff not mm-hmm. to prosecute a former president who's broken only just let them get away with it. Like, I don't know. That's a tough it's I
0: mean It's a tough one, but also it's the kind of thing that the sitting president can't be allowed to decide, which is why Biden is twice removed from the decision. Yeah. Right? The attorney general makes the decision, and this attorney general realized that he could not make a decision without giving the appearance of impropriety one one way or the other. So he outsourced it to an independent counsel. To yeah. figure that out, right? This is, and then again, he
1: went ahead and prosecuted the president's son. Yeah, just to make sure that nobody thought that this DOJ could be under I, the thumb uh, of the president or acting in his behest. They are literally pressing charges against the president's son. Anyway, it's this assertion that, like, it is self-evident and obvious that Joe Biden is so dangerous that you might have to accept Trump that I find uh, morally, intellectually, uh, like, cynical and depraved.
0: Yeah, I think it's it is cynical and it is depraved, but it's also indicative of what... What it, what the entire conservative project is anymore? Right, right. Because it's like okay, so that's to what end? Right. what What is the end to which one would do something cynical? And and the answer is nothing really.
1: Maintain your magazine.
0: Like it's you know like. It's a there's been a wholesale remaking of the conservative foreign policy worldview, right? Which was one of the the three pillars upon which modern conservatism was based, right? It was it was uh, religious conservatism, economic uh, liberalism, and foreign policy uh, hawkishness, and they have given up on the economic stuff right i mean they're just going to spend 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 right that's no longer they've given up even on free market stuff they're now in favor of picking winners and losers they only the only thing they're not in favor of is picking winners who happen to be like woke corporations that's all they're against they're in favor of picking winners and losers and so what's left is just the religious stuff which has turned into like culture war fundamentalism and not like religious freedom or pro like it isn't like pro marriage stuff anymore really uh it, it's stuff like uh you woman in texas have to have this baby who's going to be stillborn that that's that's what's left of conservatism i think maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm you know like i'm just this is not, you know. I'm speaking in broad generalizations because I'm sure there are plenty of people who still believe in Bill Buckleyism. But you know, like the main body of what is the conservative movement today basically rejects everything that Bill Buckley stood for. Yeah, root and branch.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Did you see? Did you see Tucker Carlson did said something like, I can't remember exactly what it was. So maybe it's not. But it was basically like how Bill Buckley was the worst. like, And he was on with a guest. Yeah, I
0: think he was interviewing somebody and the guest said that I view Bill Buckley as like one of the worst figures of the 20th century or something. Yeah, and he was like, like, I agree. Tucker was was like, I "I agree."
1: agree. Okay. Yeah,
0: like, okay. So if those guys want Trump and MAGA, then why does Bill Buckley's magazine want Trump and MAGA? Because they should see Trump and MAGA as more of a danger to their project than Bidenism. Yeah. You would think. All right. Listen, I I did promise people on Wednesday that we would talk about the Trump NFTs.
1: Okay. I forgot about that. All right. What do you want to say? I still uh, don't understand NFTs.
0: Okay. So NFTs, non-fungible tokens. They are- Not for Trump. Blockchain. Blockchain. It's crypto. Crypto blockchain where you own an image. And by the own image, we mean that you can prove that you are the owner of an image. You, I could take your image and just like do a screenshot of it, and Mm. then also have a version of the image, but I don't own the the real image. The real Mm. image belongs to you, the 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 blockchain holder. So you remember when Trump put out his trading cards, and everybody laughed about it and was like, "Do you do you remember this now?" It was like two years ago, and Trump was like, "We have a big announcement coming on Wednesday." And people thought it was going to be that he was running for president or something. And instead, he announced his his NFTs, nifties, as we're calling them, and nifties. <laughs> uh, and there was a lot of goofing of people saying, "Oh, look, see this huckster! He's just trying to profit off of crypto stuff. This is this just shows how weak he is, and that he's washed up, and that he has no political future." Do you remember that? Yes, I remember that. Yes. Uh, however. He sold $4 million worth of these things in about six hours. And as I said at the time, does anybody think Ron DeSantis could sell $4 million worth of uh, NFTs in six hours? Because I don't. Mm-hmm. I think that this thing and the success of this this grift is in a weird way a testament to his staying power and mm-hmm. to his political strength. But, you know, I just have Trump derangement syndrome. What do I know? Donald Trump this week announced a new wave of his NFTs, And these are the uh, mugshot series Mm. where all of the pictures are, you know, riffing off of his mugshot glare. Yeah. And if you buy a hundred of them, which I believe is $10,000 worth. So if you if you buy $10,000 worth of these, you also get a Physical trading card, like a like a baseball card. Here, look at me holding up a baseball card for you, Sarah. Okay, you're a grown man. Keep going. And on this physical trading card will be a tiny, tiny little square of the suit that he wore for his mugshot. Now, <laughs> oh yeah, he's cutting the,
1: up his suit <laughs> in the trading
0: card universe. These sorts of things are referred to as relic cards relics as if you know from from the catholic you know relic like little piece of a saint's clothing or a little piece of a saint's bone or something. Oh god. And so there are going to be Trump relic cards using the fabric of the suit he wore for his mugshot and I just I don't quite know what to say about this except that I I nearly bought one. Why? As a hedge, as a hedge, right? So the the original the original Trump NFT cards, uh, actually, have appreciated quite nicely. Yeah, they originally sold for 100 bucks. Today you can't get one for less than like 350, 360. Um, and in the same way that when your team, your favorite team, makes the Super Bowl, mm. what you should do is go bet hundred dollars against them.
1: Oh, yeah. Right. I, you've done, I've you heard. We've, we've talked
0: about this before. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I mean, I just think it's objectively the only rational thing to do.
1: You know what's funny about this to me? Because you're so relentlessly negative is you view that as winning either way. And mm-hmm. I view it as losing either way.
0: Oh, no. Because I, I enter thinking, I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose in this game. But by placing this bet, one way or another, I'm going to get to win something.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: And so I just assume a loss, and when you begin with the assumption of a loss, <laughs> then suddenly making it so that you you get a hedge to come home. So I don't know. I, Tim yelled at me, and Tim was like, "No, don't do it. Don't give him a hundred dollars." Tim's right. Tim is correct. I'm sure he is right, and that's why I didn't do it.
1: Hey guys, I know you want to hear more of this. Yeah. You have more time with me and JVL, right? So much more. JVL's got more darkness to bring.
0: I want to tell people why we're all gonna die. <laughs> but to, to get that they've got to they've got to pay
1: Well work plus guys go subscribe